All right, y'all, I am back. This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. This is a place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. I don't have a lot to talk about today. This is basically a transitional day. I am I am in, uh, caught between a few uh, few new episodes. I will be detailing them to you a little bit more uh, at, the end of this, at the end of this update here. But for today, this is just going to be an NBA playoff update. I'm going to get you guys up to date here. I'm going to go over the rest of the game ones that occurred Sunday uh, afternoon and Sunday evening and then we're gonna go over the two game twos that we had last night uh, so let's get right into it of course my boys out there in Rip City the Blazers got it done in their game one against the Thunder 104 to 99 uh, they started off really hot uh, Dame you know ended up with 30 points Basically, that's what he does. That's what he's known for. Uh, C.J. McCollum also, you know, he's coming back from his injury. He did very, he performed very well as well. And on top of that, uh, Ennis Canner, somebody that I thought would be an X factor in this series since he was traded there, uh, being that he he has some firsthand knowledge of the Thunder. Uh, he did very well as uh, very well too. Uh, he had a double double, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a 20 and 10 night. So I thought we we fired we were firing on all cylinders. Like I said, we started off hot. Uh, we had a big lead at one point in time. Of course, the Thunder was able were able to you know claw their way back. But of course, you have Mr. Triple Double, and you also have Mr. Paul George. Uh, I think you know. It was gonna. It was gonna happen. I mean, it wasn't. I, I didn't expect us to 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 blow them out. I don't expect uh, any any of these two teams to get blown out by each other. I I, I saw really good basketball from the Blazers. Uh, my biggest thing uh, takeaway uh, or biggest question with for the Blazers would be. Can they win on the road all my life? I've been a fan of this team all my life. I've watched them for so many years. We've had great uh, playoff moments. Not to say that that one was not great. Not to say that this first win was not important. Uh, but we have a lot of great uh, playoff memories at home. The thing is, our Achilles heel has been always winning on the road. Uh, can we get it done in OKC? Can we get it th done out there? That will be the biggest question. Can this can this offense travel? Um, one thing that I also saw from the Blazers that I thought was really good was their bench play. Um, a lot, uh, I mean, I hear a lot of people talking about uh, OKC and just them having a better team because of Russell Wilson and Paul George and so on and so forth. And maybe even giving a, a little nod to Steven Adams as well. So I'll give you uh, that big three trios being very uh, well organized and just a real uh, well put together team. But I felt that uh, in this at least in this game one, uh, maybe it was the home crowd just giving everybody a boost. But I just felt like Portland actually had the better depth and the better bench and the better overall team. Just just from what I saw, uh, the talent for OKC is obviously there. Uh, but, of course, uh, Paul George does have a shoulder injury on his shooting arm. So that might affect him offensively. Uh, but, again, I think this is going to be a tough fall series. Again, I liked how Portland played in this first, first game. But they're going to need a lot more of this. Uh, again, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Dame or CJ are going to have to have a 50-point game between the two of them. Maybe score 100 points between the both of them in one game to, 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 to put a seal on this series. But um, I, I mean, I like the Blazers, but again, we're playing with a different monster with the Thunder. This is a team that we know a lot about. They've beaten us a lot. In the, well, actually, they swept us in the regular series. So to get this first win, honestly, is a good sign. But again, with the fact that we've lost some, well, we, we were swept by them in a the regular season and the fact that we're not a great, historically not a great um great road team in the playoffs i would say it's a good start we just got to keep it going I, I i'm not we're not out of the woods not not in a not in a long stretch uh but moving on we're going to move on to the bucks getting it done um uh, 
in easy fashion against the Pistons. We don't really have to go into this one too quickly. Uh, 121 to 86 is the final score there. Uh, of course, Bucks lead that series. Uh, one zip. Uh, of course, Giannis had a field day. Chris Middleton had their field day. Uh, Pistons just seem to struggle. Uh, Blake Griffin is out. I'm not too sure if, if he's out for the entire playoffs, but again, um, it just didn't get done for them. Uh, fortunate, uh, you know, but that's what happens when you're the AC. You got to face the Bucks. So somebody has to be the, sacri the sacrificial lamb. Uh, moving on, uh, the uh, moving out, uh, sorry, finishing up with the round, oh, sorry, with the the game ones here. Uh, we got the Rockets getting it done also in basically sacrificial land fashion against the Jazz. 122 uh, to 90 is the final score there. Of course, James Harden was a big factor. I think he scored above 30 points as well. Uh, Chris Ball, Chris Paul, of course, did his thing uh, distributing the ball. Actually, Clint Capella did very well too, getting a double-double. 16 points. Uh, I believe it was 14 rebounds as well. So, I think the Rockets, um, for what it's worth, cruise through this series. I, I, outside of uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, you also got uh, Donovan Mitchell. I don't see, you know, really, especially offensively, what the Jazz can have to really complete uh, compete. Uh, Joe English, of course, uh, can do his thing as well, but I don't think it's enough with the Rockets. Uh, a 122 game one like that, uh, it just, it just to me, it's fo it's it's forbearing of just of a sweep. I, I smell sweep right here. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got there. Uh, moving on to the game twos, of course, from last night. Uh, we're going to start off with the Nets, uh, the Nets and the Sixers here. The Sixers were able to uh, actually uh, even things up last night. They got the win 145 to 123. Actually, really a turnaround game from the Sixers, but let's get right into the stats. Uh, for the Nets, they were led by uh, actually their uh, sixth man, Spencer Dinwiddie. He had 19 points and three rebounds. D'Angelo Russell, uh, he had 16 points, two assists, and also two rebounds and then also Rondé Hollis Jefferson had 15 points and three round three rebounds excuse me coming off the bench as for the Sixers of course they were led by Joel Embiid 23 points and 10 rebounds from him uh really dominant in the second half uh particularly in that third quarter. Uh, ben Simmons, he also had 18 points, 12 rebounds. I'm sorry, uh, 12 assists and 10 rebounds. So he had a triple-double. He's coming of age in front of our eyes. Uh, Tobias Harris had a, great, a good turnaround game here. Also, J.J. Redick as well. Tob Tobias Harris had uh, 19 points, excuse me, five rebounds and two assists. J.J. Redick had uh, 17 rebounds and two assists. Uh, some takeaways from this game uh, here, though, of course, is the big 51-point third quarter that the Philadelphia 76ers had, which is a record-breaking performance. Uh, I think if, if it wasn't the most points scored in a quarter, then it's damn near near the top or it tied the record or something like that uh but again a monster quarter from philly uh that game was actually close uh going into that quarter going into the second half and they just exploded uh they also held um i'm sorry they also held the nets the nets down to 23 points which also boded well from them which pretty much uh helped them out uh and pretty yeah, pretty much sealed the deal. Uh, that 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 quarter uh, pretty much sealed the deal on the entire game. Actually, the Nets did outscore them in the fourth, but you know all the work that was done in the third, it really kind of didn't matter. Uh, another takeaway that I that I got was Jimmy B. Jimmy Butler, of course, he was quiet in this game. Only seven points and seven rebounds. Um, I I mean, of course, you know. 
I, and the reason why I'm singling out Jimmy here is because, you know, there's so much that's been said, uh, so much that he's so many storylines that he's been a part of. So it's just kind of surprising that he was quiet in a game two like this. Uh, I don't know. I mean, of course, I mean, he did pretty well in game one. I think he scored about uh, almost 20 in that game one, if not more. Uh, but again, just to have seven points, seven rebounds. Um, yeah, just just really quiet. You know, I thought that was weird. Uh, but moving on in the final game two of the night, uh, of course, the nightcap, the Clippers got the upset against the Warriors, one thirty five to one thirty one. They also even up this series uh, as well. Uh, for the Clippers, they were led by Danilo Gallinari. He had tw- uh, actually Lou Williams, excuse me. He had thirty six points coming off the bench as well as eleven rebounds and two assists. Danilo Gallinari, uh, their small forward, also had twenty four points, six assists, and also four rebounds. And their young guy, Montrez Harrell, also had 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 2 assists. For the Warriors, of course, they were led by Steph. He had 29 points and 6 assists. For KD, he had 21 points, 5 assists, and also 5 rebounds. Clay was also involved. He had 17 points, 2 assists, and also 3 rebounds. And then off the bench, they had uh, some help from Kayvon Looney. He had 19 points and also 5 rebounds. Uh, some takeaways from this game. Uh, the Clippers, um, they came back from 31 points. Which is one of the large, which is the second, excuse me, second largest deficit uh, in NBA history. Uh, the the Clips, the Clippers also had two 40, 40 point uh, quarters back to back, third and the fourth. Uh, they scored up, I think, forty five in the fourth, forty about forty one, forty two, something like that in the third quarter. Uh, but that is also tied for the second most in NBA history. So uh, Golden State, uh, you know, there was a lot that was said about their depth, the their bench. They also didn't play a whole lot of great defense as well. 85 points between two quarters, that's unacceptable in playoff basketball. Uh, again, I, I, I was I was talking down the Clippers to an extent. I did not have uh I did not give them a chance in this series in this series, a serious chance in this series. Uh but now with the way that they were able to pull that game off, they played really well. Uh, and now with DeMarcus Cousins missing the rest of the playoffs uh, with a torn quad, anything goes. Uh, I think for the most part, Steph still did his thing with 29 points. KD, of course, got 21. We all know he can score more. Uh, of course, Clay uh, got hot. And uh, uh, Clay didn't, of course, didn't have a monster game, excuse me. So, again, uh there's more that we can see from the Warriors, but I, I mean, hey, I mean, the Clips are the Clippers are giving it what they got. Uh, of course, you have Patrick Beverly. He didn't score a lot of points last night, but he really played well defensively. Uh, got a really crucial uh, late steal on Steph Curry uh, that led to an easy basket in transition that led to uh, them getting back uh, the lead, if if I'm not mistaken. So uh, again, they're they're playing. Um, they're playing above above and beyond the level, and I think this is a result of just years and years of you of you playing the same teams over and over again. They play the Warriors in the regular season, and if they're good enough, they're going to get a chance at them in the playoffs. So uh, again, they've been playing the Warriors for a good amount of years now in in regular season, and even even playoff basketball. That being the Clippers, so they're learning this team, you know, like the back of their hand. And I think this is the result of that. I still don't think uh, the Clippers win this series. I think this was a good win. After I think this makes this series a lot more interesting, a lot more exciting. I can I can actually say that I can watch this series now, uh, not worry about just a blowout all four games. Um, I still I still think the Warriors can win this in about six, but it's going to be a very interesting six. And uh, 
the Clippers do win. They, they do still win in L.A. They won a good game in L.A. in my opinion as well. So uh, this is very interesting to say the least. And uh, Colin Cowherd had an interesting quote uh, this morning. Uh, he basically said this was like an advertisement for Kawhi Leonard. Like, hey, come on down here. Uh, we're winning stuff without you. Uh, we'll see how well the rest of the series goes. I think it was a good come from behind win. Uh, again, I still think the Warriors just are the better team even without DeMarcus Cousins. But it's it's uh, it says something that even though, you know, uh, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, Steph still got, you know, above 20 points. KD, of uh, course, did not uh, get, uh, you know, uh, was not a monster in this game. But again, he scored above 20. So did uh, Clay. He scored almost, he almost scored 20 points as well. Uh, I think the Clippers are just playing really good basketball and they really surprised me. So uh, there's no telling how this series can go. Uh, I just still think the Warriors win in about six, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to say the least. Uh, but for now, y'all, I'm going to call it a wrap for today. Uh, like I said, my next episode, I will be going in on this Michigan State story that I just came across. I uh, got some more details on it. Uh, but it is some uh, sexual abuse cases. Uh, there's been some uh, mishandling there on Michigan State's uh, st- uh, standpoint, and there will be a federal lawsuit filed against them. So we're going to get into that as well. Uh, we're also going to get into, of course, some more playoff action. Uh, I, I am going to be uh, breaking down the NFL draft for you guys as well. That is coming up uh, near the end of this month. Oh, and I also have a review on my next episode. I will be doing the uh the new Jordan Peele movie, Us. I recently saw that, so I might as well do it while the iron is hot and it's still resonating with me. So I'm going to have a review uh, ready for you guys on that note. And then on top of that, I am working on the immigration series as well. Part three will be out soon. Uh, this one will be going over white uh, and Mexican relations uh, in Mexico, a.k.a. California. Uh, we will also be going on the Mexican-American War. And, uh, yeah, the gold rush as well and some new immigration, some new immigration waves as well. So, of course, I've been going over the history of uh, immigration in the state of California with that series. So, if you haven't checked that out, I do have parts one and two up and running. Uh, if you do want to get into uh, contact with me, I am available on Facebook. That is L. Jamal Johnny. That is E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D. J-A-N-I. Of course, I'm on Instagram as well with the same name. And I'm on Snapchat at J Butler as well. Uh, if you would like to take the next step and help uh, help me out and do- donate, uh, that would be uh, much obliged or much respected and, and uh, thank you as well. As, uh, uh, thank you as well. But I can be reached there at the same name, L Jamal Johnny. Uh, I also have a cash app as well, uh, Jay Butler. You can find me there. And um, yeah, if you'd like to hit up the email, I'm also, of course, have a Gmail. Uh, get you can get me there. Uh, I will be I, I can be reached at eljbutler75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is eljbutler75 at gmail.com. So if you're looking to get in touch with me, I am available. I'm just working, I'm just grinding. So I'm taking these three days off of work uh i'm enjoying it you know three-day weekend we're, we're putting in some work so i will be busy but i am not i'm not too busy to interact so uh hit me up on here hit me up anywhere i am yeah i'm not too hard to find y'all so i'm gonna wrap it up for today if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you and uh peace out one love y'all take care